0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 588. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. Recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse, my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, is on the floor right now, tearing up a old, uh, losing lo- lottery ticket. Likes things that crumbles. He's shredding that fucker on the floor for me. Uh so you might hear some audio from that here shortly. Although he seems to be side- tra- he seems to have lost interest in that currently. So I think I think he's done tearing it up for now until like I'm not ready for him to do it. Then I'll add it in. Um, I'm recording this one on Black Friday. Ah, yes. Black Friday, which, you know, I'm not really sure the history of why Black Friday is called that. It's just, you know, that's what they say for a good sales day. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to Google that real quick. Why is Black Friday Black Friday? Uh, it, I mean, there we go. That's that's what I was looking for. Was, hey, they're listening to me. That's uh about, according to Britannica, the day following Thanksgiving commonly referred to as Black Friday has become one of the busiest shopping days of the year in the US. National chain stores traditionally offer Limited money saving specials on a wide variety of goods in an effort to lure shoppers into stores while offering similar deals online. Okay, we all know this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, it is believed by many that the term Black Friday derives from the concept that businesses operate at a financial loss or are in the red until the day after Thanksgiving when massive sales finally allow them to turn a profit or put them in in the black. However, this is untrue. A more accurate explanation of the term dates back to the early 1960s when police officers in Philadelphia began using the phrase Black Friday to describe the chaos that resulted when large numbers of suburban tourists came into the city to begin their holiday shopping and in some years attend Saturday's annual Army-Navy football game. The huge crowds created a headache for the police who worked longer shifts than usual as they dealt with traffic jams, accidents, shoplifting, and other issues. Uh, Within a few years, the term Black Friday had taken root in Philadelphia. City merchants attempted to put a prettier face on the day by calling it Big Friday. (laughs) Big Friday! (laughs) The phrase... Black Friday, to significant, yeah, signify a positive boost in retail sales, didn't grow nationwide until the late 1980s when merchants started to spread the red-to-black profit narrative. Black Friday was described as the day stores began to turn a profit for the year and as the biggest shopping day in the U.S. In truth, most stores saw their largest sales on the Saturday before Christmas. In more recent years, Black Friday has been followed by other shopping holidays, including Small Business Saturday, which encourages shoppers to visit local retailers, and Cyber Monday, which promotes shopping online. Giving Tuesday has also emerged to spur charitable donations. Historically, Black Friday has yet another connotation, uh, one unrelated to shopping. In 1869, Wall Street financiers Jay Gould and Jim Fisk. Attempted to corner the nation's gold market, the New York Gold Exchange, by buying as much of the precious metal as they could. With the intent of sending prices skyrocketing on Friday, September 24th, intervention by President Ulysses S. Grant caused their plan to fall apart. The stock market instantly plummeted, sending thousands of Americans into bankruptcy. Joy, huh? Ba-ba-ba, yeah, that's so that's basically... Basically, sort of it. <laughs> not not the craziest story. I was hoping for something something more. I don't know what I was hoping for, but I was hoping for more than that. <laughs> what a letdown. I kind of feel like that's just a Black Friday. It's, it's a letdown. <laughs> Unless, you know, you get into some fight and you, you maybe murder somebody and it <laughs> went over, you know, like the greatest deal ever. I don't think that's a good, uh, for the record, I mean, I'm not encouraging someone to go out to murder somebody for a good deal on Black Friday, but I, you know, I I don't know what kind of uh, how that would hold up in court either. You know, uh, if there was, <laughs> and then Nintendo Switch for fifty dollars, and you killed somebody in a fight over it to win it, something tells me you're still going to you know, face years in jail, over that, and uh, in the end of the game, at the end of the day. <laughs> You didn't really get a deal on that item because you're going to be spending a lot more, Uh, you know, going to jail for possibly life, depending on. Uh, I mean, you know, there's degrees of murder. I would imagine that's not a, a thought out thing. You didn't plan that in advance. It happened in the moment of. So maybe it's just a few years in jail. But again, probably not worth getting a Nintendo Switch over. Probably not. By the time you get out of jail, it's going to be like, who gives a shit about a Nintendo Switch, right? Ah, yes. So uh, I survived yet another Thanksgiving. As uh, Yesterday was Thanksgiving. Uh, went over to the Muffin Man's and uh, had a, a lot of food over there with uh, Shille. Nabina and uh, Nabina's parents were over there. Uh, Dale and Tina? if uh, I'm pretty sure that was their names i i hopefully uh, i remember that correctly <laughs> and uh and of course my mother was there and uh we ate yeah there was there was some good food man there was a there was a lot of food shelly uh, made a turkey with uh, stuffing that sausage in that sausage uh, stuffing was was good stuff you know i love putting sausage in my mouth, you know i love that right Just like putting a big, long sausage in my mouth. (laughs) Especially when it's covered in stuffing. Stuffing a sausage with stuffing. And then, uh, oh, they had uh, ham and cheese sliders that were on Hawaiian, King's Hawaiian bread uh, rolls that were uh, fantastic. Those were absolutely fantastic. Um, there was a homemade apple pie, and uh, I mean green bean casserole. There was a lot of food. There was a lot of food. I mean, uh, ooh, my order from Sweetwater just shipped. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that oh, the food was good. The food was good. Um, and then, uh, we left uh, muffin man's, then went to, to my aunt Sherry's house, uh, over there in St. Charles. And, uh, man, I, I, it's tough for me to drive these days, <laughs> like at least during the, the, during the day's not bad, but like at nighttime, man, and well, I just, I've never been great at driving long distance, but then at yeah, the in darkness, you're driving a lot of back roads. <sighs> my vision is getting progressively worse. <laughs> at night daytime my vision still still good but nighttime my vision just lights fuck with me and since i've become uh, become a welder it's uh <laughs> it's not great it's not great and uh there was a lot of deer out last night a lot of deer as uh i mean i had a little bit of food at man Sherry's, but again we ate a lot at the muffin man's and uh It was, uh, I had, I basically just ate a little bit more dessert there. (laughs) They always make good food over there, you know, Uh, but, uh, and it looked like they did have some good food there, but I was, I was full, full on, on food by the time we showed up. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, somehow I managed to survive the trip back. That was the, the, the drive there. It, there was daytime, daylight. So that wasn't bad, but then the the trip back, man, and they had some roads closed on the way back there uh, driving from Washington to St Charles, of course, I have to drive across the bridge there and take like ninety four part of the way and just some other back roads t t t but just a lot of back roads up there, and uh. There's a lot of fucking deer back there. A lot of fucking deer. And, uh, man, I I want to say, on the way back home last night, I must have stopped for deer at least five different times. That is not an exaggeration. There was like four to five times I had to stop for deer. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, I was not going... I was going pretty slow a lot of times because I was like, "Man, I, I I didn't feel like dying last night. Didn't feel like dying, and uh, made it made it back. That was good. <laughs> I was getting more and more paranoid about the deer, and you uh, know, a little concerned because my vision's again not great at nighttime. And I'm like, shit, man. Ah, I've had, I've only had the one instance now where I, I hit a deer. Well, sort of hit a deer. Deer hitting me is more like it. <laughs> there was an occasion on BB. I'm sure I talked about it when it happened uh, several years ago. When I had the Ford Focus, I was out on BB, and I stopped for a deer that was running through the road uh, there, the Highway BB, and that wasn't the only deer that was running through. I stopped for the one and then I saw, as I was stopped, I looked over and saw one still running towards me (laughs) and it ran straight into the fender front fender of my car on the driver's side or uh, passenger side rather. And, uh, thankfully at that point, you know, the car was near its end anyway. And, uh, I had been paid off for years at that point. And, uh, I wasn't too upset. It didn't fuck up the drivability or anything. It just put like a good-sized dent in my front fender. So, that, I'm fine with that being the only you know, incident I've really had with a deer. I mean, I've had countless close calls, many, many close calls with deer. Um, I almost hit a cow one time but thankfully it was it was on the side of the road and the uh yeah, yeah that would have probably killed me that definitely probably would have killed me it was a massive fucking cow <laughs> and uh man i just I, that kind of stuff just makes me just like ah uh, not want to drive at nighttime yeah <laughs> uh. I mean, I guess deer come out during the day too, but I've never really had an issue with them like running out on the road. I just don't. I just don't really like driving this time of the year in general, to be honest. It's a, you know, it it's cold, and uh, there's not a whole lot of sunlight in general because the sun goes down early, and uh, you know, my vision is just not great. I know that animals run the fucking because of the cold. They run to the road where it's warm and uh they're more likely to hit animals uh I know it sucks too this time of year too going to work occasionally I'll see deers and uh deer, and uh I gotta be careful in the way you work at least at least with work though i mean it's it takes me like five to eight minutes to drive there, depending on how quickly I wanna go <laughs> i mean it's like less than two miles. So, my odds of hitting one on the way to work or, or back uh, seem seem somewhat low. Somewhat low. Uh, I'm getting old, too. i just fucking, you know, uh, driving and such. But, uh, yeah, so it's Black Friday. I didn't go to any stores in person today. I plan on going shopping with... Uh, My mother, uh, tomorrow, probably just hit up uh, Barnes & Noble over there in Gravoy Bluffs. Not going to probably go too many places, but uh, we're hitting up over there, and uh, yeah. um, Today, though, I, I did get a couple of things online. I didn't have the cash to do a whole lot of shopping. A couple of things. I did, went on Sweetwater there, got me a Strobo Stomp tuner uh, pedal with a big HD display. Uh, I need to get a like a better tuner that I can really just have on my foot foot uh, pedal board thing. Pedal board. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I got some strings. That's exciting. They had a big sale on uh, Ernie Ball Strings. Three pack for like thirteen bucks, and I'm like can't beat that. It's basically getting one pack free, and then uh, then I did a few. I did a little bit on Amazon. Um, I got a uh, SSD hard drive to uh, hopefully install on my computer. If it doesn't work with that, uh, I can also drop it on my PlayStation. It's just a terabyte. I wanted to get. I would have liked to have gotten the two terabyte. Or like the four terabyte version of it, but man, it's, yeah, a little too pricey. (laughs) Just don't have, just don't have the funds for that. And uh, what else did I get? I got, oh, I got uh, really the coolest thing I got today off Amazon. Um, It's a record player stand. So I can have one piece of furniture now (laughs) in the downstairs and get my uh, record player off the counter. It's uh got like a nice like uh top that folds open to where I can put the uh record player underneath. This way the, hopefully the cat won't like lay on the fucking record player. I can just keep it kind of covered. <sighs> and protect the uh record player a little bit more. And uh I think it holds like maybe two hundred records, 150, 200 records, something like that. I don't have anywhere near that amount of records, so I got plenty of room. <laughs> and I believe the the one I ordered does have uh does have the uh uh plug uh outlet that you can uh plug shit into which is handy um i did look at my orders now look over that uh it is oh yeah that's it says up to 360 albums, but looking at the picture, I'm thinking that probably doesn't hold 360 albums. I'm going to guess it's probably more like, at best, maybe 200. I probably don't even think that. Um, then again, you know, maybe. Maybe maybe they, eh. I don't know how they figure that. <laughs> I do like having the, uh, I think this one does have an LED light as well. A little light, light up the, the record player and such. Yeah, it does. It has, uh, <clears throat> or no, that's a different picture. That no, is <laughs> not the picture of the one I ordered. Uh, okay. This one does have, uh, two AC and two USB charging stations. So that's cool. So I can just plug that right in to the top. I can plug in the record player and the speaker in which I, uh, Will be uh you know listening to the uh, fantastic uh, record player there, and of course it's got uh, oh, it's a six foot cord, I mean that should be long enough that should be plenty long enough for me to park it right next to a outlet. I think there's an outlet I can, down there I can get, and then the, yeah it does have the LED lights. I know that on some of these. Uh like record player stands and like desks the one this desk I have's got the uh l e. d. lights that attach and the adhesive on that is fucking strong um I've seen that some of the l e. d. strips that come with these things that don't have the greatest adhesive so but I didn't see any bad reviews on this one, particularly, so I feel pretty confident <laughs> that this'll uh this work out um it looks nice. Uh, that's, you know, a good thing. And, uh, I'll fill out the room. I was going to try to get some, uh, canvas art with, like, some, uh, musicians and stuff on it. I just wasn't, uh, finding uh, anything I was too crazy about and, like, anything with, like, a good enough deal to be, like, all right, yes, doing that. I like canvas art, but I'm really picky when it comes to, like, art and I really want stuff that, uh, and I don't want to drop like $300. <laughs> but, you know, if I had some, if I had the cash to throw around, I'd put all kinds of canvas art on the walls. And I'd get shit from like artists, you know, straight from artists. Because that's the way I'd like to do it, you know. To see that they actually get the money, you know, that uh, that they deserve. You know, the, the the people that actually created the art. and uh, But I don't have that kind of money. That's a problem, that's a real problem. So my most of my walls are pretty bare. I've got a few posters up. For the most part, I have just plain walls. (laughs) One day, one day, I'll have like one wall, (laughs) another wall where there's a poster or something, a canvas print. Baby steps, you know. I got a more my mortgage is thirty years. So, I figure, you know, maybe at the end of the 30, if I manage to make it to the end of the 30 years, I might have this place furnished. (laughs) Mostly. Uh, Hopefully, at the beginning of the year, they have some big sales on shit. I know that, you know, generally, after the new year, you tend to see sales on a lot of shit. A lot of times, even better than, like, Black Friday, so hopefully I can find some cool like, furniture shit and stuff next year. Um, but, uh, another thing, man, I was getting into, <laughs> uh, Rob Reiner, the, of course the uh, director and of course the actor, he was uh actor in all in the family. I, Rob Reiner, I believe, I believe he directed stand by me. I know he directed, uh, a Few Good Men. He's he's directed a lot of shit. And good shit. I'm not referring to it. Saying shit isn't bad. Um, I, I do like me some Rob Reiner. Son of Carl Reiner, the uh, director to the legendary film, The Jerk. Used to be like my favorite movie of all time. I don't know if I can say my favorite movie of all time. I would say it's like my favorite comedy movie of all time. But Rob Reiner, yeah, he's a legend um as uh let's see here I' gonna pull him up here yeah he he's acting all co- i mean he uh directed uh this is spinal tap or well did he direct it he was in it at least, I don't remember if he directed it um yeah, he did direct it, yeah, this is spinal tap classic film there, another classic fucking comedy um as damn it where's the director it's just saying you sons of bitches (laughs) i don't want to see all the actor shit Like, like he's he's to me more known for being a director man um anyway yeah he's been in a lot of shit and uh he uh Ba, 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 ba. Oh, here we go. There's the directing. They, they changed it a little bit on how they have the IMDb here. <laughs> yeah, he did do Stand by Me. I thought I thought he had, uh, but he has. Uh, currently, he has put out a podcast on the JFK assassination, where he claims that uh, he has the names and he's going to drop them on who the real killers of John F. Kennedy were. Now, I remember as a child, my dad was a big uh, JFK assassination conspiracy nut. He was all into that. Well, he didn't trust the the, you know, government in general. I think it did stem from the Kennedy assassination. And, you know... Had Kennedy not been assassinated, my father probably wouldn't have been in Vietnam. So I could see why he'd be, you know, a little pissed off about the whole thing. And feel like, you know, he was fucked over. And, uh... So, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, you know, I watched the, uh, Oliver Stone movie, JFK. And my dad watched it a uh, fuck ton of times. <laughs> and, uh... I just bought into the fact that, you know, the the CIA and I just, you know, that back then too, you know, I, I was more willing to believe if it was in a movie that, oh, this had to be exactly how things played out in real life. That seemed to be, uh, you know, it seemed that way to me then, you know, now I realize, you know, what's in a movie is probably very only partially true. (laughs) It's not exactly how things played out. Of course, in the movie JFK, Kevin Costner plays, uh, you know, I don't remember the guy's actual name, but he plays a real person. That uh, la-da-da-da. Jim Garrison was the guy's name, and uh, he tried to, you know, prove that there was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. Uh, and you know, watching that movie, um, you you think that uh, he was he pro- produced only things that seemed to be concrete, like the lens that Oliver Stone shot it in. Really, you know, everything that's shown in the movie made it seem like, oh, it's definite. This is one hundred percent. Everything that was said in this movie is just totally true. That Jim Garrison. Uh, everything he had was facts. And uh, in hindsight, since then, you know, as being... Now that I'm a 42-year-old adult, I've seen things on Jim Garrison show that, oh, yeah, the things he was uh, spouting weren't all true. Definitely were not all true. They were not all factual. Some of the things were just completely ridiculous. (laughs) And, you know, when you're spouting a lot of things that are, are... clearly wrong and like uh, ridiculous it becomes hard to buy into anything you're saying for me you know that being said I mean there are a lot of sh- there is a lot of shit that uh oh it should be noted too uh of course November 22nd of this year may marks exactly 60 years since Kennedy was assassinated that's what, of course why Rob Reiner is putting out this this podcast. Uh, but I mean, there's there's a, I mean, it just seems fishy in general. I mean, when you have somebody assassinate the president, and then just a couple of days later he gets assassinated, the guy assassinates him, and uh, which Jack Ruby did have apparently like mob ties. Apparently, Oswald may have had contact with the CIA. <laughs> um, a lot of people say they know for sure. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's any real concrete proof to prove that Oswald was CIA. Um, you know, I mean, it's a secret organization that uh, it's all about espionage. It's a, I don't think they really keep a whole lot of records on a lot of shit, you know? So, I mean, it makes anytime you throw the CIA into anything, if you want a conspira- good conspiracy, just say the CIA did it because there's no way, you know, when there's nothing to disprove your conspiracy, then there's. Uh, it's harder to disprove something a lot of times than it is to prove it, you know? If there's concrete evidence that something happened. Uh, I guess, you know, it it should be pretty easy to prove, but when there's uh, it's it's hard to completely disprove some kind of conspiracy theory like that, unless, you know. The point I'm getting at is there's nothing that can say, "Oh no, this didn't happen with the CIA." <laughs> there's cuz there's always going to be that uh, that doubt there. Because, I mean, it's the whole thing is just kind of fishy. And there's the whole... And I, I believe, okay, with the Warren Commission, um, that was led... One of the people leading the Warren Commission was uh, Alan Dulles that was uh, head of the uh, CIA under Kennedy, and he fired him after, I guess, it was the whole Bay of Pig shit um, where they tried to... Uh, Take Cuban dissidents and uh, lead a revolt uh, against Cuba, and it failed. And uh, th- there was a lot of uh, attempts on Castro's life too, with the CIA, and uh, <clears throat> quite a few attempts. And you know they wanted to hide that shit for you know they wanted that stuff to disappear. <laughs> Um there I mean there's just so much going on with the the Kennedy assassination. There's and there's just there was just so many people that wanted Kennedy dead. A lot of people wanted Kennedy dead, which I guess is probably true with like any US president. Um it really seems like uh whether or not Oswald was involved with the CIA you know, whether or not there was a conspiracy. Um, it definitely seemed like the FBI and probably the CIA were aware at least of who Oswald was because, you know, he had lived in the Soviet union. He was involved with some, uh, like pro Castro, uh, movements and stuff like some group it was pro Castro or something to that effect. Don't quote me on that. Exactly. Um, but uh, they, or anti-Castro, whatever whatever it was, there was something that, you know, some group that had to, <laughs> that would not have liked, you know, what happened with the Bay of Pigs. Um, a lot of people feel that, you know, Kennedy left when they had the dissidents go in there with the Bay of Pigs and Kennedy didn't send in the military down there with them, That he just kind of fucked them all over. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a lot of smoke to that, and with the what I was going to get to with the Warren Commission, the of course the magic bullet, the bullet that somehow went through Kennedy and Governor Connolly and like kind of zigzagged back and forth. It was kind of like a pinball, the way it went through both of them, and then there was the pristine bullet that was left behind that's considered to be the magic bullet, and there was, was supposedly only three shots fired um and that they say which i I've, I've seen people say the other way that, that it is possible Oswald could have shot more than 3 rounds but you know the general consensus a lot of the conspiracy stuff is saying that it's only possible with that rifle to shoot 3 se- uh, three shots within that time period um with being able to have to reload and a aim properly to get that off Bill, so, You know, I've, I've seen videos showing both ways saying you can't, you can't, and you can basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've listened to the Rob Reiner podcast cause at this point I'm like, man, I don't think we're going to see any kind of evidence crystal clear. If it's just somebody's word at this point, I mean that that doesn't really mean shit. Eyewitness testimony is rough to go off of, just even you know within a year of something. But sixty years later, then you got to really question this person's motive. You know, are they really selling a book? They just want fame. Uh. There, do I even remember it correctly at this point? <laughs> that is a long period of time. I can't remember shit from last week. <laughs> shit, when I record a podcast, the next day I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about last night? Fuck, I don't know. Shit, I'll probably forget as soon as I shut this thing off. Yeah, so, I, you know, trusting eyewitness testimony. like You gotta have... Man, you got to have some real solid proof, man. Unless some, you know, real video that somehow is out there. If there's a Zapruder-type quality film with audio that's not the shitty audio they pulled from a police motorcycle that's, like, disputable. (laughs) If there's a... Like a better Zapruder, Zapruder film, like Behind the Grassy Knoll, where we see the second shooter. I mean, I. it's just hard for me to imagine any kind of hard evidence that's going to appear after 60 years. I, I wouldn't think that any of the files that are still sealed, I mean, there's still like over 4,000, if I... If, but my memory serves me correctly. Like Trump released a lot of the, the file, like every president since the assassination has l- released some stuff on it. But uh, uh, Biden has released some like there's, uh, but there's still like 4,000 something files that have not been released or, or, and or redacted. <sighs> And you know what you think at this point I mean the few eyewitnesses that are left are like 80s or 90s and you know I mean you got to imagine a lot of them are probably fighting possibly dementia or what have you I mean it's just being that old I mean your your memory's just not going to be great you know some people do but that's that's a rarity to be like 90 and have everything work to, you know, <laughs> it's the top of the line. It's very few, very few people, uh, at, uh, at that age can, can, can you imagine like rem- remembering back 60 years? I would imagine though. I mean, if you're there that day, it would be such a prolific moment. Um, that it would be very ingrained into your brain. But still, 60 years, it's a tall order. The podcast, though, <laughs> I i mean, I do like Rob Reiner. I like a lot of the stuff he's worked on and stuff. I do lo- love me some Rob Reiner. So I don't want to piss all over the podcast, but each one so far has only been like 30 minutes, and it's the majority of the time it's uh, Rob Reiner and Soledad O'Brien. And I'm not sure why Soledad O'Brien's doing it with them. That's, I don't know if they're friends. It's just, I, I don't know. It just seemed, that seemed a little weird to me, Soledad O'Brien. Of course, I don't really know much about Soledad O'Brien. It's, uh, <laughs> it's weird that, it was just kind of weird that she, I guess she had stuff <laughs> some free time. Like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do a podcast on Kennedy. Going into it, she says that she doesn't really know much about the Kennedy assassination, so she's just kind of taking Rob Reiner's word for it. Um, But uh, that being said, yeah, Soledad O'Brien's, like, hosting it with Rob Reiner, and uh, they, uh, getting into it... uh, like it's it's like within like 30 minutes the the time varies from podcast to podcast but a lot of it is fucking commercials and they have some music in the background i feel like they're trying to do a serial the uh podcast serial that uh the first season, which I, I know they've had at least two seasons. They may have done a couple now. Um, but, of course, the Adnan Syed. Serial was like the number one podcast in history for a while. I don't know if it still is. But it was a true crime podcast that was talking about uh, the fellow uh, Adnan Syed that had gone to jail with whom um, was to believed to be falsely prison and uh it was a, that was a decent podcast that was a good podcast. I listened to it and uh the second season was good too. I don't remember what exactly the second season who that followed It was a different person um i wish i I remembered it but i I know that uh I enjoy it <laughs> anyway yeah so the the podcast with uh Soledad O'Brien data brian and uh of course Rob Reiner. Um, they, uh, they, so far, I've, they've put out three episodes. I don't believe they put one out today. They haven't, like, said too much crazy stuff. They did get into, of course, the, uh, one of the secret service agents that was there at the assassination. Um, that was, uh, protecting, uh, Jackie Onassis, um, has come forward, uh, re- just recently to, uh, uh, say that the pristine bullet that was found, um, he's the one that found it actually. Um, before it was just that it just appeared on the gurney there at, uh, the hospital and that some like, uh, janitor or something of that nature, some kind of, or, uh somebody just working at the hospital came across it, found it. And uh, the Secret Service agent said he found it on the back seat of the uh, limousine there. Um, like, I guess laying behind Kennedy? Something of that nature? And that it's believed that that actually hit his back and didn't go all the way in. And that's why it was like pretty much pristine. Which... You know, it would help dispel the way the Warren Commission says it it played out. And uh you know, there is you know, I feel like there could be a second gunman. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I I haven't seen any exact proof. I mean that the Secret Service agent didn't say he saw anybody else shooting or anything of that nature. Just talked about the uh the the bullet and that he uh, laid the bullet on the gurney, I guess. Um, and, uh, I feel like they should just put out like, you know, a podcast with a couple of hours or just, you know, break it, breaking them to hour chunks. I feel like you don't need like 30 minutes with 15 minutes of commercials. <laughs> I almost feel like they're trying too hard to add production value to it with like the music and everything. Like music selection is not great. That's <laughs> Just kind of throw it in there. And there, I mean, there was a lot of fucking commercials. And they just keep, like, selling. I'm going to name names. I'm going to name names. You're going to find out exactly who killed Kennedy. And basically, I need to do, like, ten minutes where I actually talk about uh, some stuff that happened. There is a lot of interviews and stuff with people that were uh, around at that point in time. And everything, of course, the Secret Service agent that I, I do not know the name of. And uh, I don't have any red uh, yarn on me to uh, start a board. <laughs> I do have a cork board that I could do a good conspiracy board on. I do have tacks. Just need some red yarn. Uh, um. But uh, I've been listening to the, I I imagine I'll listen to every episode. I want to know the names. Um. So far, I haven't heard... Uh, like any concrete evidence on this podcast to suggest that th- he has real proof of other assassins of Kennedy, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll suspend belief here. It's Rob Reiner. I'll g- I'll give it a go. Ah, uh, but uh, you know, again, if if Kennedy wouldn't have been assassinated, you know. I don't know if I can feel too bad about it because uh, my dad wouldn't have gone, probably wouldn't have gone to Vietnam. And uh, then I wouldn't have been born because I feel like, had he not gone to Nam, he probably wouldn't have met my mother. And then, bam, I'm not here. So it's sort of good for me. I'm not saying it's good that Kennedy was assassinated per se, but it's better for me, possibly. <laughs> Uh I mean also, you know, there would have been like you know, millions of probably Vietnamese that uh didn't die. I mean, there was a lot of Vietnamese that were killed in Vietnam. In the Vietnam War well, obviously they were in Vietnam. This is the name of the country. In the Vietnam War with America. Uh let's see here. i w I'm Casualties Vietnam War. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, millions. There was there was a lot. As many as two million civilians on both sides, and some one point one million North Vietnamese and Viet Cong fighters. So like you're talking over three million Vietnamese people, and there was about two two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand uh, South Vietnamese soldiers that died. So we're talking, fuck me, you know, that, uh, I mean, some some Vietnamese would have died had we even pulled out. I mean, the v- South Vietnamese, there would have still been somewhat of a war, but it would have been over a lot faster. Had we just, you know, conceded, um, had kennedy you know not died it, he was on he was on the verge of pulling out of Nam because he didn't want to get her pregnant you know um i don't think roe v wade had happened yet so he had to make sure to not get her pregnant <coughs> and he, they assassinated him and they just continued to push it in fuckers and but hey you know i was born as somewhat of a result of it though who knows Maybe uh, my dad would have been uh, more uh, mentally? I can't even speak. Uh he may have been more mentally fit <laughs> had he not gone to Nam and still somehow managed to meet my mother and who knows. Uh you know he was a computer programmer and if he wasn't completely fucked up from Vietnam which from my understanding of course I didn't know my dad before then but from my understanding he was not quite right in the head before Nam But, you know, maybe he could have been more successful had uh, he not had to go and do that. I'm sure he would have preferred not to have gone to Nam, given the choice. I can, uh, he's been dead for a long time now, but I would imagine he would say, without a doubt, he'd be like, yeah, fuck you, I'm not going to Nam. (sighs) Anyway, yeah. Uh,. I've tried to, like, find, like, good uh, YouTube stuff on and everything, too. There's just not as much stuff as there once was, like, on the Kennedy assassination. And the ones that are out there, I mean, they are just not good. They are not reputable. It is just hard to believe that shit. I find it just, just a bit difficult to believe. Um, But, yeah, I mean... I mean, it's 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 always just been a little suspicious. The whole, I mean, Jack Ruby killing Oswald just a couple of days after the assassination. Just walks right up to him. The, I mean, the whole event. I mean, there was a, a lot of that shit was just just new at the time. Having TV cameras around in general. I mean, that we never had an assassination before then where there was TV cameras around. And they could just, like, uh, reporters can go in there and just ask them. And actually, I mean, they had a fucking press conference with Oswald. Whatever other time of a murder, any murder, can they? you just, like, go up to the person being accused of the crime, just have a press conference with them? That's fucking crazy. I realize, I mean... With Ted Bundy, I guess, like, uh, there were times that, like, the press, like, interviewed him and stuff, like, while he was, I don't think it was, I guess it was more of, like, at the trial and stuff. But, I mean, this was the within hours of the Kennedy assassination. They had a fucking presser with fucking Oswald, man. Like, that's just fucking madness. Crazy to think. Um... I I mean, I, uh, part of me wants to, you know, really believe that there was like a conspiracy, but. I mean, all it takes is just one other person to be involved for to really be in conspiracy. Which I could definitely see some more than one person helping Oswald out. If there was just way too many people that wanted to, to kill Kennedy. And, you know, there's also the possibility that, you know. There was more than one shooter, and they didn't know about each other. This was just like, this was the perfect time to kill the president. That seems unlikely to me, though, that two people would have just tried to kill him at the same time. Like, oh, hey, we both got a couple of shots in there. It seems highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. As now, that, in my YouTube feed, it's all stuff about assassinations <laughs> after I watched a couple of videos. Now, I did watch one on uh, the Abraham Lincoln assassination earlier. That one's crazy too. I mean, that I mean, I don't believe that like uh John Wilkes Booth was framed or anything. There was a conspiracy with that because of the fact that he had what like three other people, two or three other guys involved. And they were supposed to take out the speaker of the house and the vice president and uh, they failed. It was uh only John Wilkes Booth actually completed his mission. But it's like crazy to think that, I mean, he was, from the way they say it, uh, is he was like the number one actor at that time. And actually Lincoln was a fan of John Wilkes Booth. And that uh, he was given invitation invitations to go to the White House by Abraham Lincoln. But he Wilkes Booth was a big confederate and uh would always decline the invitation, but never like give a reason to why and uh for him to just like go in and at a theater <laughs> to assassinate the president i mean like no one would question why John Wilkes booth would be there it's like it would be like zero question it'd be like you know if a massive actor now would uh if there was uh like a George Clooney or, you know, a slightly younger guy, maybe a Chris Pratt or something would go and just like assassinate the president. Just like, here we go. Hey, it's uh, the guy. (laughs) It's star Lord. Why would he want to kill the president? I'm not saying he wants to kill the president. I'm just saying it would be like, you know, that sort of situation now. Uh, and, uh, That whole thing, like, shit, man. It's crazy, though, that, like, Lincoln wouldn't have security with him. You know, different times, and I realize his assassination would lead to a lot better security of the president. uh, It did sound like Lincoln had fairly lax security in general, which is crazy because, I mean, he... There was a lot of motherfuckers that wanted Lincoln dead. I mean, probably way more than Kennedy. A lot of people wanted Kennedy dead, but motherfucker, there was, I mean, you know, at least half the country that wanted, like, Lincoln dead. <laughs> and uh, you'd, you'd think it'd be like, you know what, how about we have an officer right outside, right, uh, right outside our little uh, booth here, uh, the the suite the uh, where we're watching the, the play here. Um, just, you know, at least one or two Secret Service agents. Although I don't know if the Secret Service was there yet. Maybe it was just police officers. But, you know, just have a, a guard right out there. I mean, Wilkes Booth just went in there with a, a Derringer, just a small little Derringer. Even if they would have had, like, a police guard outside, they'd probably been like, holy shit, it's John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah, go in there, talk to Mr. Lincoln. He would love to. He is a massive fan of your work. He is a massive fan. And probably still would have had the opportunity to shoot him. I mean, in the end. In the end, it didn't work out very well for John Wilkes Booth. I mean, his plan was to reignite the war and just uh, win it all for the Confederacy by taking out Lincoln. And yeah, eh, spoiler alert: didn't work out for you, buddy. Did not work out for you. Crazy thing about the Lincoln stuff is uh, Lincoln's usual guy that ran security for him. Um, Lincoln sent him somewhere else and they had this other guy take care, take care of the security. And, uh, he was a bit of a drunk <laughs> and, um, uh, people criticized. I don't remember the officer's name, but he was, uh, reprimanded for, I guess, being intoxicated a few times and, uh, just uh dereliction of duty sort of things. Um and the night of apparently I almost said Kennedy but uh Lincoln had told him uh once the play had started he could just uh leave and stick around, which at the time apparently would be fairly common that the security would just need to be there when the president entered and like left. I mean they're all actors in there, you know. Who what actor is gonna fucking kill the president? (laughs) Like uh. But during the time in which the officer then left Lincoln's side, he went to the bar and apparently was in this bar that uh, Wilkes Booth was having a drink before he went and shot Lincoln. And they were in there together, possibly even talked to each other. Could have shared a drink. And be like, hey, yep, here you go. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? Holy shit, are you John Wilkes Booth? Would have been crazy if he would have like been a big fan too, the officer and then just like got like an autograph, you know, of John Wilkes Booth like, "Holy fuck." Uh maybe they could have talked firearms. It'd be like, "You know, Wilkes Booth is like, "Hey, check this. I got th- I just got this really nice derringer. <laughs> I'm going to try it out later." <laughs> uh I mean, I feel like I can really laugh about that one cuz I mean, you know, this is a, it's been a long time since Lincoln was assassinated. I feel like too soon's not an issue there. <laughs> of course, I mean Kennedy's not too soon. He, uh, there is I mean some of his children, like one of his children is still alive, I believe. Caroline's still alive. I'm pretty sure. Well, obviously, JFK Jr. he's he passed away, of course, in the 90s the plane crash. Unless of course you're a QAnon into the whole QAnon shit and you believe all, all that stuff, in which case he's still alive. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah I, uh, although I think some of them actually believe JFK's still alive and somehow they're in the Rolling Stones. That checks out. That really checks out. Maybe Kennedy was just done being president. And you're like, you know what? I want to be in a rock. I want to be in a rock band, a British rock band. And I'm going to put my infant son in the band as well. He's going to be Charlie Watts. Oh, my Kennedy's not too too great now. To me, it's crazy to me like going back and watching... Like the Kennedy stuff, because he's become such a caricature. I mean, I wasn't alive when Kennedy was president. I wasn't even a a glimmer in my father's eye. I wasn't, uh, I was nothing at that point. It was 1963. I wouldn't be born (laughs) for another like 18 years. So I, you know, uh, people, uh, babies became adults, but uh, in between that time. And uh yeah, to me, like Kennedy, I just think of just caricatures of Kennedy, so it's interesting to go back and watch like speeches, home videos and stuff, and like like remember like, oh yeah, he was a real person, <laughs> but oh man, I do love the kennedy Kennedy voice, uh, it's so weird, too uh you know i was alive for uh, to, to and ted kennedy was only died a few years ago was it and uh i know ted kennedy is just being an old senator and uh seeing all the old kennedy footage and seeing like holy shit there's ted kennedy he was young once <laughs> uh, that that's weird but uh yeah, other than that I uh I still uh, on a different note. I have held out from buying Modern Warfare three, the uh, Call of Duty. As man, it's just got such shit reviews, such shit reviews. I'm still holding that off, off on that. And uh, although I did just order the new hard drive for the computer, so I have we'll have room for it. Right now, it just doesn't seem like any point to me buying it anyway since, I, you know, it's the holidays and I need to... I just spent a little bit of money on this Black Friday stuff. Need money to buy gifts. And, you know, all that fun shit. All that fun, fun stuff. As uh, Agent Fox Mulder here is laying on my laptop and just having having a ball. (laughs) I don't... Here lately, man... I. He's been having some issues. Of course, you know, he, I mean, he is missing the one leg. He's been falling a lot trying to jump on things, and uh, it worries me. I'm like, man, he's, you know, he's put on a little bit of weight, and uh, I'm just concerned he might hurt another leg And that, uh, like, man, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do for him if he can't fucking get up the stairs, down the stairs. Like, it's going to suck, man. <laughs> it's going to really suck my buddy having some issues as he's biting me he's like I'll show you motherfucker talk about me falling as uh, I guess it's only true if cats with four legs you know fall they always land on their legs because this fella unfortunately doesn't always do that <laughs> that does worry me because he you know it doesn't stop him from jumping into in high places he is not afraid to do that, as he's getting a little annoyed by me uh, messing with the flaws. <laughs> uh and uh, yeah, yeah, he's really he's a little, he's nibbling me a little bit, getting a little nibble, a little nibble. As uh, I do feel, man, I do feel bad that he uh, when I leave home. Like yesterday going out for Thanksgiving and I left at like ten AM. I didn't get back here until damn near midnight. <laughs> and uh he was home alone all that time. Nothing to do. The cat is literally pretty much attached to my hip at all times. Like right now, I mean he's laying on the laptop right in front of me and pawing, <laughs> clawing me and stuff. We are we are a duo. And, you know, I I do, you know, work a full time job. I'm gone for that. For the most part, after that, though, I mean, I run. I'm back to running on a regular basis and stuff. For the most part, you know, I spend a lot of time at home. And he gets and he's right there for it. He's right there with me, laying on me and such. But I feel bad when I do go out and be like, oh, shit, he's my buddy's all by himself. <laughs> and when I'll play YouTube videos for him sometimes and there'll be cats in it, man, he gets really excited gets really excited and I feel like that's like a that's cr- kinda cruel to do to him. Like he doesn't ha- he doesn't have any friends other than me. Just this old dude. <laughs> and I I could get a cat, you know, really easily. I mean there's plenty of cats around. I could foster another cat. I could just make one phone call and uh I could probably have a cat here. Megan, my friend Megan that fosters cats. I'm sure she. If I even, if I even hinted at the fact, if she hears this, I just might end up with a surprise cat <laughs> within minutes of her hearing this. I, I'd be afraid to even suggest the idea that I was like, you know, I was kind of interested, because like she has the spare key to this place. In the case, in the event. Mainly in the event that something should happen to me, and that, or, or i would just like out of town, I need somebody to like check in check in on uh, Agent Mulder here. And uh, so, like, I I got the key over at their house, and uh, knowing that, like, if I were to even suggest, be like, you know what, I think I think he needs a friend. I would imagine, like, within minutes, I was like talking about this yesterday. Of like, if I just messaged her, like, while I was out. <laughs> I'd probably come home and they'd be like, "Oh shit, there's a, there's another cat in the house already." <laughs> the hell, there might be two cats. I'll show up and there's like another two cats. Uh, I, I you know, I just I don't really want to take care of another animal, on top of it. But I, I feel like he needs. I, I feel like it might be better for him. But then again, I get another cat and they might just both be <laughs> on me at all times. <laughs> It might be get really unruly. I feel like it's a bit of a no-win situation. I, d- I guess I'll just have to try to make myself enough for Agent Mulder here. For my sidekick. He's at me now. He seems. He's like, okay, I'm cool with you. Just me and you, man, all the way. <laughs> Us versus the world. <laughs> we ever win that Powerball, man. We're going to go to Ireland. You're going to be a sheep herder. You'd be like a bodacious anyway. Yeah. So I guess that's about all I've got. Uh, As always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.